never find someone who loves you like I do. Okay, there we go. I'm coming through now. Brown chicken. Brown. Brown. Yeah, uh, King, we could also cut uh, Saint Cecilia and Pastor Lawrence. How dare you? I've only seen one episode. No, I love that show. We have to keep it. I'm a Catholic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, and keep that. Leave that in. Keep that show. I'm a Catholic. <laughs> Um, we could cut, I mean... All these shitty easy guys that only Mike has seen, and I've seen one episode. Do we care if they're going to talk about ZOM 100? I know. Uh, if we ever want to start encroaching and being a full podcast, then we probably should cover it. A legit podcast. Yeah. We are a legit podcast. Yeah, not just one for degenerates. I'm talking about one for the general mass public. We All are a normies. general mass public. Normies love this. Don't worry. <laughs> Gabriel, Gabriel, about... Gabriel loves it. So shout out to Gabriel. No, Gabriel loves Gizmo. Let's be honest. We're all Gabriel is Gizmo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Gabriel and Gizmo both start with a G. Coincidence? I think not. Not. Yep. Yep. Have you ever seen me and Gabriel in the same room? Yeah. Exactly. Up until ten seconds ago, I didn't know who Gabriel was. Also, Gabriel could just be Gizmo. I mean, that's just your real name. Yeah, we've never heard Gizmo's first actual real government name. I mean, you, you, you've seen it on the docket, though. <laughs> if you paid attention. Quiet, right? When I look at my my waveform. Your waveforms are bigger than mine. Well, actually, what? they're kind of the same. No, they are, they are way smaller on my end. On my end. No, they look the King same. And, they look... and uh, Mike are the have the biggest waveforms, and then Gizmo and I have the smaller ones. That's so funny. On mine, it's oh, me and hello. Gizmo. Alright, for me, you all have very big. I've seen I've seen her before. Oh, have you? No, mine are always yeah. like super small. Yours are pretty big. Really? Clip, clip it, clip it. Just Ed saying mine are pretty small, and then Gizmo being like, "No, they're pretty big." <laughs> That's the intro, Mike. Just so you know. And welcome back to the Anime Plummet Podcast. We're here. We're excited, and today we are joined by me, Ed, today's host, as well as King. Hey, hey, everybody! It's good to be back with you, Gizmo. Hello, and Mike. Howdy. How we doing? Good. You guys I'm ready fine. for another summer impression? Yeah, I'm very impressive that we made it the summer. <laughs> 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 Were you saying spring season was a little tough? Um, no, I don't. I, you know, we made it past the ten episode mark. Anyways, hey, so spring we're, season we're... was better than winter for sure. Oh, absolutely. Good. 
Yeah, was it? So, so far it's getting better throughout the year. We'll see how long this lasts, though. Okay. Yeah. I don't this, know. This season, I don't know. This season's looking a little suspect, if you ask me. <laughs> it's probably because some of the shows we had to pick up to watch to see if we're any good. But first, I have a little question for you guys. If you guys didn't know, I'm Mexican. I love my tacos. What kind of taco do you guys prefer? Mike? Uh, soft shell beef tacos all day, any day. Uh, that's a very... I feel like that's a very white answer, but who knows? That is it the is, most white answer. Especially because you the said most. soft shell. Uh, <laughs> because you had to signify that it had to be a soft shell. And it's and also a flour tortilla, which is no good either. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you also said beef. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's you how you knew it was going to be back. <laughs> All right. Someone who's even further away from most Mexican cuisine, Gizmo, how do you, what's your favorite taco? <laughs> I, I have to give the European answer. I, I've never actually eaten a taco before. <laughs> oh the my we god! Were all afraid of. That's racist. I mean, that's. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to see if there's any Mexican places in your I, location. I'm, Hold on a second. A hundred percent are Mexican uh, like restaurants. In fact, there's one or... right next door to you. You savage! No, <laughs> it's literally down the street. One. I don't know. And there's there's not much. There's no no fast food chains in this. No schnitzel, no bitzel. Yeah, no real (laughs) franchises, no real brands, restaurants. No, well, that's all right. Well, the one other host I could count on, King, please tell me. Yeah, like uh, Ed, um, I'm also Mexican. I'm going to go with Lengua Tacos uh, today. Good choice, good choice. Um, Definitely underrated. Shout out. Shout out to La Calle Tacaria y Carnitas on Alameda Avenue in Denver. Best tacos in Denver. If you're in town, go there. Uh, they got the real deal. Lengua Tacos. What about what, – what, Ed, did you already give yours? Uh, it depends my mood. Most of the time, either lengua, tripa, or pastor. But I'm always mm-hmm. down for a good old carne asada. There we go. And just Is so the- folks know at home, lengua is tongue. So yeah, we just want to make that's cow tongue. <laughs> and is it, it if, is if I so ever good. visit you guys in the US, we, you have to take me to a taco place and introduce me to the different taco. Oh, Gizmo, you will that's gain a hundred pounds in three weeks coming <laughs> to the United States, my man. Yeah, no we doubt. Americans like to get thick. I so I heard. <laughs> like big portion sizes and. <laughs> unlimited refills of I don't know what you're talking sugary about. soda stuff oh that's the best sip part on this Baja Blast some more <laughs> <laughs> alright King how about you hit us hit us with that with that little updates yeah of course we want you to check out some sweet links we got links.animesummit.net um, go check out all the links to go get to the Discord, Anime Summit, Anime Plummet, all these cool things. It'll also lead you to the Patreon for Anime Summit. Um, you'll get early access to Plummet episodes when we put them out. We're going to change our scheduling here in a little bit with how we do things. But uh, if we have an episode ready, patrons will get to hear it first. We also offer bonus content on there. Go Check out some cool stuff by the Summit crew as well. They put out some extra bonus content. And we have a special announcement this week. We want to give a shout out to listener Gabriel on our episode 16, which was the review of Domestic Girlfriend, the kickoff of the summer of Girlfriend Smackdown. Gabriel commented, 
I haven't seen any of these girlfriend shows, but I trust Giz's opinion on them. Once again, another pro Gizmo comment from a listener. We think that th- we we actually think that this is just Gizmo commenting on our own episodes about himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, has anyone ever seen Gabriel and Gizmo in the same room? I don't yeah. think so. That's what I Never. thought. Um, Slender. G- Gizmo, any I, any words of wisdom for Gabriel, who is giving you the – you get another shout-out for the comment section in Spotify, which you can go do. Um, you can comment on our episodes in Spotify. Throw us a shout-out, and we'll, we'll, we'll read your message on air. I mean, clearly, Plummet listeners just have good taste. And, and more- <laughs> <laughs> I would love I, one That week. sounds like an oxymoron, by the way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'll, I'll, we'll give you special cred, listener. Any listener who gives a compliment to Ed, me, or Mike will give you a really big shout out and maybe an award of some type. <laughs> but if you comment Gizmo, we're just going to read your comment. You don't get any award because oh, now wow. it just now it just feels like it's the Gizmo. You have to show. pay people for good comments, really. Yeah, it's pretty much Mike. Oh, see, Mike will send you a lewd book. How about that, Mike? For if you say something nice to Mike, he'll send you a lewd book. Yeah, but Mike exactly. needs all the loot books for himself. Maybe, maybe, maybe previously used though. That's all I. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, the only other thing going on right now is we had a Spotify poll up for our uh, episode sixteen review of Domestic Girlfriend of who was the best girlfriend um, between the two girls on the show, and we had a clear cut r- winner of Ryu. Woo! Me, Rui. 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 <laughs> Rui. Yeah, I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> I, I flipped the thing. You got too I've excited. Been, uh, getting too excited. I know. Oh, I have a sick you. brain right now. Everybody at home, I've been sick with COVID all weekend long. I know in the year of our Lord 2023, in the summertime, you can still get it apparently. And I've been sick as that a dog. That was so, so three years ago, King. <laughs> what amazes me is he still comes to work. What an American. What a I know. Very, well, uh, I'm here. Mean, I'm here to talk about all these awesome shows that we get to watch this summer, which I think is a great time to kick it off, Ed. Yep, we're going to be going over several of these upcoming southern summer season shows, and the first one we're going to start off with is Reign of the Seven Spellblades. Mike, take it away. Okay. Well, this has actually been a bit of a surprise for me. This one, I uh, mm-hmm. I didn't start watching it until a few maybe a week ago and i was actually quite surprised it's based on a light novel uh from 2018 by a author named uh who was that boo boo koto uh bo kuto bo kuto uno uno all right very good anyways <laughs> butcher that poor na- that poor person's name i'm assuming it's Might a man because it feels so very like a male story. uh it is springtime at Kimberly Magic Academy brings a new batch of first-year students. Among this batch is one Oliver Horn. Oliver Horn. I just want to think about that name, Oliver Horn. That's that's what we're going with. A boy who was missing a mission burning in his chest with a mission burning in his chest. His objective is to extract revenge or vengeance on members of the Kimberly's faculty that brutally murdered his mother. However, when he meets a samurai girl from the distant nations of Yamatsu, Oliver is trapped between his mission and his curiosity with the samurai girl. Nano Is that, is that a spoiler? 
I didn't even know that was his mission, to be honest. And yeah, I, I don't. I think we've just totally spoiled it for ourselves and for everyone else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> did you get, where did you get this from? From the spoiler section? No, no, no. From the write-up on Mal. So this is just literally the synopsis. Is this the synopsis, synopsis you just summarized? But <laughs> I don't know. Is it going to tell us who dies her, next? Oliver has met several other students that become fast friends. With, however, these friendships proved de- detrimental to Oliver's vendetta. More importantly, as introduced to him, the rest of the first years to enter uh, entrance ceremony, Kimberly said, "You know what, Mal? Mal sucks." I'm gonna say, anyway, you you sound like you have COVID right now, just the way you're reading this paragraph. <laughs> like this, this is a, I I I refuse. This is a work refusal, buddy. This is not safe for me to consume. I'm not reading this movie. Anyways, you got the gist of it. It's another very Harry Potter-esque yes. uh, high school, magic high school show. What got me was the world probably feels the most authentic uh, magical world that we've seen in anime a long time, like light novel, isekai, or otherwise. Just because like, there, there's a scene at the beginning where they're walking in and there's these plants that are like slowly coming mm. up and like basically like kind of whispering things to people and stuff and they're real asshole plants right and it was just kind of like and then someone kind of quickly explains like well don't give them the heads of, don't give them any time at all they kind of feed off of this certain thing and in the world itself just feels very authentic really well it, it done feels like someone has, a, has put a lot of thought into that world yeah like it, yes. it feels a lot more genuine than a lot of light novel uh, trash that you see that kind of comes out of it. Yeah, and so really yeah, caught sure. a hold of me. And I think even like uh, Nanao, who's seen at the beginning, like there's a scene where he walks in on her and she's naked because she's uh, what is what's the term for purifying herself? And you see all these scars. <laughs> That's what they call it, Mike. <laughs> she's taking a bath in the in the fountain outside the school. No, she actually she she says she's purifying herself. She's not. Because he's like, you know, you don't have to take a shower out here or like bathe yourself out here. She's like, no, no, I'm purifying myself. And so I'm just going off of what she said. Okay. I don't know. Anyways. But the the whole point was, is trying to make is he see all these scars and he's kind of get the background to her and the fact that like the way she is and stuff. I don't know. I just found it really kind of, it kind of got its fangs into me more so than most shows. Yeah. Uh, do like this. It's got a certain charm to it, for sure. Yeah, like it, it, anyways, and no one seems to be really talking about it, which is fine. Like I'm not. Uh, I thought we I exist. Held, yeah, I I totally held back, just splurging after the first uh, episode in uh, in her seasonal channel. So like maybe I'll hold this back. But anyway, yeah, I think you were you- the one to told. I think you told me you're like. Yo, go check this one out. This is all the time. We're just talking in our own discord folks. And it's like, you know, I'm not aware of everything going on. So I I rely on the guys to be like, Hey, this is, this is something worth checking out. And so far I'm enjoying it. Um, There's a, there's a several match. I feel like we have a couple magical school shows going on this year. Oh yeah. Um, But this one in particular is sticking out to me for some reason. I don't know if I can put my finger on it quite yet. But the, like, I think the best way to say it is, like you guys said, is is the world building is there's something there that's that's bringing me in. Um, I do think it's funny. It's the thing. They're all first year. It's a it's 
hey, it's first year out of however many years, which seven is seven years. Yeah, seven years, which is always the met. That's classic Harry Potter. Um, but the first year students, of course, are the most OP awesome students in the school. <laughs> like, like they haven't been to like a day worth of class before showing that they're total badasses. So they kind of start OP already. Well, I mean, Harry Potter, was he badass out of the gate? Uh, by the end of the year, yes. I, I would say they are OP. This is not the, the, the Isekai OP protagonist. This is They are very strong for some reason and have a lot of knowledge for first yeah. years. But, um, yeah, they don't feel like overly, like overtly, like overpowered kind of thing. Yeah. Totally. Uh, like, like they, they when they meet up with those fifth years, uh, who I there's some <laughs> stuff going on there. Like uh, the older students seem really older, is what we're trying to say. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> the, anyways, there's some things going on there. Possibly some people's kinks. I don't know. It's up to you. Anyways, mm. but like, yeah, like when they're and they're like, uh, we're gonna die. Like the, the, this is gonna, and then thankfully <laughs> yeah. someone else shows up and kind of. Was, so they're, they're not nearly as OP as like say mash or someone like that. that that's one of my favorite things about the show is when they introduce it they're like at this school uh only 80 percent of students make it to their senior year and everyone else dies you're like oh <laughs> or like permanently disabled for the rest of the, like yeah right yeah, right it's like, like this horrific so thing dangerous right they, it's they, like they, one they, in five they go insane yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah y- y'all aren't going to make That's it out of this. That's definitely a school I, I would send my children to. Same. I would. I definitely would be there for that. that. Seems like a good life lesson. Yeah, if you think about it, if it if it's one in five, and you're in a group of five friends, one of you is not going to make it out. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. A hundred percent. And of course, oh, go ahead, Ed. I was just going to say. Also, going back to this show gives hair, heavy Harry Potter vibes. That first scene where. They go into school and they're all having the banquet dinner stuff. It reminded me of the the sorting thing that they do. Yeah, in yeah the, the sorting hat. One. So like it had heavy, heavy vibes of it. It's I I would say the the atmosphere is very Harry Potter, um, but it still has a lot of unique things and it, it yes. doesn't really feel like a carbon copy of Harry Potter. In any no, way. you, you yeah. can tell it, it's cribbing it a lot, but it's not like, that's not it's like not the Mashal. main. No, well, Mashal was kind of like, yeah, because Mashal was like a, what do you call it? Like it was a spoof, right? Like it's making fun yeah. of that. Yeah. Whereas this one, it, it definitely, there's a little more reverence for that, but it's yeah, not the main. there's definitely influence. And yeah, um, it's not the, the main. The, 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 the dinner scene is actually a cool um Example because um, I, I liked how um, they did the the introduction and then the room flipped on its head with magic and then they they um, you oh, can the see the the deaths on the um, on the ceiling and <laughs> they sit yeah. down and have dinner. Nice. Yep, yep. All right. How do you, I think. Well, I, go ahead, King. I think I think we're just going to keep watching this. It sounds like. Okay, I was gonna. Yep, yep. I was gonna, at the end of the show. I'm just going to see what's the likeliness of you guys continuing to watch this. Uh, so it's, it's not like the most it's not the most hype thing for me so, so i might drop it after a couple of episodes but uh, it, it has potential it's not mm-hmm. bad okay a lot of shipping potentials so much yeah. shipping could happen someone set sails <laughs> I, I like Wait. the characters so far the main are we are we they're, they're only lady? six and it's called the seven spell race i want to have this i guess it's like the spy 
the, the, the person that, that's acquainted with our main boy, Oliver. Maybe one of them died already just getting to the school. <laughs> yeah. Oh. The numbers did not help. No. <laughs> All right. Let's head on to the next show, Sin Duality Noir. Uh, based off a Japanese mixed media project, a.k.a. a video game by Bandai Namco. The year is 2222, and it's been years since the tear, tears of the new moon. A mysterious rain poured and wiped out almost the entire human race. The poisonous rain gave birth to a deformed creatures devouring humans, and humanity fred, fled. Um, but essentially, bad shit happens. Humanity goes into like their own little sections. So there's like little towns in among like rubbles of other towns. And there's some bad mamma jammas trying to kill people. <laughs> and they have like structures, like a dome uh, around the city and stuff. Yeah, right? it reminds me a little bit of the the Simpsons movie, or uh, what's that one um, yeah. Stephen King book, The Dome, right? The Dome, yeah. But essentially, it's like uh, little domes of of uh, humanity, kind of similar to I don't know if you guys have ever seen uh, Chrome Shelled Regios, to harem. Uh, anime no. <laughs> from a decade ago but where it's, essentially it's like chunks of humans and they go out explore the ruins and um they get technology uh our main guy he uh he runs into noir which is like a robot girl uh just sleeping he comes back picks her up it's this whole thing's like a mecha anime a little bit. It's it's a typical thing where you need like two people to control the mechs, and yeah, um, a lot of times it's like a girl and a boy pair, kind of like Darling in the Franks, but not as seductively yeah. posed. Also, they're actually um, they're pairs of, of two girls and two boys. When I think about yeah. it, so it, it it doesn't really matter, but there's two people that that you need. Mm-hmm. And one is like one person is always like. Um, I don't know if they're synthetic humans or if they're like androids or whatever, but they can kind of they act like the the, the computer for the mech. Some they're like computers slash servants, kind of, because they'll do odd mm-hmm. jobs around the city too. Yeah, and you you and they enter like a almost like a master servant kind of relationship with the pilot of the mech mm-hmm. by so touching it, yeah. their thumb to their neck. Yeah, at first I thought someone was getting choked out real quick. It, it also feels kind of sexual. It, I mean, oh, yeah, it's it, a little like, like um, darling in the Franks. <laughs> yeah, a little bit in a kind like a, in a. I'm gonna, I'm a. What, what's it called when you when you bow down to him? Kind of. Uh, yeah. You, I forgot the term, but there's essentially like a. I don't know how to explain it. king or something. The, what was that? You mean when you bow bow down to your king or something? Kind of like that. Like um, you give yourself up essentially for them. Yeah. It's a weird way that they the contracts are. But yeah, what do you think about this as well? Um, so I I was actually also kind of surprised because um, I wanted to watch a lot of first episodes right and and this one is very very low on the popularity charts this season um but i think it's kind of fun actually uh there are a lot of characters and interesting dynamics uh lots of 
like, oh, I'm into this guy and I want want him to uh, pilot the mech. And uh, but but then he finds that that other girl, that robot girl, and it's it's kind of like um, in Darling in the Franks, how you have a lot of teenage romance hijinks happening um, next to the fights, and that's kind of what I'm interested in. I think mech fighting is always just boring to me, and it's the same here. And also another thing is that I didn't actually know this was a mixed media project. And once I found out, I was my motivation to to continue the show immediately dropped to like half. <laughs> I figured it would. I, I just think that these mixed media projects they don't have they they're, they're just here to save waifus, and I can see that. Like the the, the character <laughs> designs are very uh, cool and I, very. I think Psy Games does a good job with a lot of their stuff, like. Uh... Yeah, pretty maybe. derby this, and stuff like that this podcast how, wouldn't exist without waifus so how watch many, your tongue how many mixed media project anime do you remember from like a year ago when was Scarlet Nexus Scarlet Nexus came out and it was mainly oh. game first right yep. yeah I mean yep, there are a lot of them that's like Arknights and there's Tucked Up Destiny Tucked Up Destiny is probably the one that I remember the most mm-hmm. but even even that was I, I, I think that was one of the better ones and even then, I it's not much made a huge impression on me. Uh, one thing, I, one thing I liked about this show is the, the like the aesthetic or the style. It's kind of like a mm. cyberpunky with more neon colors. Yeah, um, that's one thing I liked about it. Like again, even the, the design of the guy's like warehouse work area. I like how everything was like kind of cluttered and messy, but still mm-hmm. everything made sense. It wasn't useless stuff. How was that art direction? Solid. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. the, the characters are, are kind of interesting. Um, but again, I think they, they have to be because you have to want you. They want you to roll for your waifu on, on that gacha train. And <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that makes for, for interesting stories in the long run. For now, I'm kind of interested. I think it's better than, than the you, popularity chart might uh, do you think you're going to continue it or it's going to drop in like two episodes? I'm going to continue like one or two episodes at least, I think. Okay. And, and I will decide if I drop it. I'll probably I keep watching it. I think the chances of, of me dropping it are pretty high though. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll probably Ooh. keep it going. We'll see how it goes maybe like six episodes in. But for now, it's it's pretty decent on my end. Let's, uh, let's go to the next show. Uh, King, take it away. Yeah, for sure. We got um, we'll keep this one short because it's a second season. And um, if you haven't heard of it, go check it out. The Duke of Death and his maid. Um, This is picking up where we last left. It's the young Duke. Remember who he unfortunately has the curse of if he touches anyone, they die, Um, whether it's animals. Yeah, that's the whole thing. he is attended to by his trusty maid and confidant and best friend and maybe even lover, Alice, um, <laughs> who oh, is fuck. just is just the cutest patootie that's ever lived. Right, Mike? Yes, absolutely. Um, um, sh- she's faithful. She attends to him and all his needs and everything, um, but they cannot touch. Uh, they care for one another. Bo-chan? Yeah, Bochan. Uh, they <clears throat> they are not able to uh, be intimate in any way, um, no matter how much they want, due to a curse that the Duke has. This season kind of expands on a little bit more of you know 
how did the cor- the did, did the curse take place? Why uh, is there any way to solve this problem? We introduce more side characters. I'm up to date as of today. Uh, I think like three or four episodes in this season. And if you enjoyed the first season, I think you're really going to enjoy the second. Um, they're they're just diving more into what is the mystery behind the curse. There's a lot of witchcraft in it, mystery, um, some darkness going on, and then just wholesome, cute content. Uh, Mike, do you have anything else you want to add? Uh, no, that's that's about it. Like it's it's a lot of the same. The animation is still the CG style. So if you don't like that, you're not going to like this. And nope. um, what else was I going to mention about? No, that's about it. It's uh, yeah, but it continues to be cute. The musical with the golf. Uh, was a little too hammy for me but that's about it Um, they do a lot of singing in the show and they do the classic op and ed thing where the two main characters are the vocals for the the intro and outro of the show they're doing they're doing duets throughout the whole thing basically yes and there's more music pieces to come by the two of them so cutesy wootsy with a little darkness uh i'm gonna keep watching it because i i want i want to see them hold hands Hopefully one day. Well, as long as he keeps that glove on, you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Gizmo, hit us with the next one. All right. The next one is uh, Dreaming Boy is a Realist. Uh, Wataru Sajo has been following and asking Aika Natsukawa, a beautiful girl in his class, to go out with him and getting turned down. One day he realizes he's not worthy of her and begins to distance himself from her. However, Aika mistakenly thought he dislikes her, and she started to get involved with him. A very weird description, but it's it's kind of the thing that he simps over this girl and just follows her around everywhere he goes uh, in the school, and she always turns him down. It's like, ah, don't, stop bothering me, go away. And then one day he just decides, yeah, maybe I should give up on her, and maybe I should distance myself. She she's clearly annoyed, uh, mm-hmm. and so so he he pulls back. And then we see like her side of things, and she she's kind of um, she we get the feeling that she has feelings for him, and she doesn't want him to pull away. Actually, she, she is very tsundere, but she kind of likes him. And I think the concept of the show is really nice. I really like the concept. It's a kind of yeah. I um, the the main character is very much like oh I'm not worthy of her and i'm he he kind of reminds me of hajiman from uh my teen romantic comedy snafu um i think yeah. mike you also ne- mentioned this on discord that is very true and i also like that show very much he it's, gives me it's the same a lot vibes. of like sharp dialogue like the way the dialogue it reminds me of like monogatory or mm-hmm. snafu or something like that where it's like very zippy sort of witty which i think so far, the dialogue is not quite on the same level as Snuff. I think Snuff no, has very good dialogue. Not. Um, it's... But I also think that the concept um, of like the dynamic between him and the, the love interest is very interesting because it kind of reminds me of these um, guy gets kicked out of the hero party kind of shows where yeah. you you see him underappreciated by the people that he, he's involved with and then he turns away from them and they're like oh maybe he was not so bad after all maybe we want him back so that's kind of the same uh, interesting dynamic that is very enjoyable to watch like you have the the underdog that thinks very low of himself and um, but you notice that 
his surroundings actually underappreciated um, underappreciated him and so it's it's a fun concept um otherwise I, what i would say is uh it's it, so far it's it's not making the best out of the concept i would say um but i'm still hopeful that we we get something cool i i don't know how you guys feel about that yeah it feels like the last episode felt like it stalled a little bit um mm. whereas i think previously we'd been making some interesting strides it's also interesting because like and very much like she's rejected him all this time and to suddenly like to hoist upon him like oh are you sure you want to do that it's like well she's made her attentions very clear like even and if that wasn't really your intentions well you know you've you it's you're kind of like it's a two-way street right um yeah of course i guess the like the the dynamic that's changed it, it, uh, it has very cute scenes like for example one one day she invites people over to her house and um, yep. she also kind of extends the invitation to him through like uh i don't know um, not not super clearly but it's kind of um implied that she, she wants him to come uh but he's like yeah no i'm i'm going to i'm going to bother her so i'm not going to go and she's like oh are you sure you don't want to go and then it's like what did you say well, oh no so, nothing nothing so, yeah, so there's, there's a lot her, of that so oh okay was it cuz was it her directly or was it her friend who was like are you sure you don't want to go I think because... it was the friend, but she got the the main girl got upset that he didn't come to her party. Remember? Yeah. And 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 it's that classic like th- she's about to say something or confess something, and then they get interrupted, and that happens yeah. so many times already. So you're like, ah, come on, man. Well, like, she also she just also backs out. Like, and this is sorry, kids. You, like, you need to know, be assertive. Like sometimes you gotta be. You just gotta come out and say it. Right, yep. like and, even and, like, in front of other whole, people, this whole situation would have been avoided had you just come out and said, "Actually, I do have feelings, but I want to focus on school. So can we just like maybe you know keep the dream alive until then or something? I don't know. Yeah, but but I that's mean, the thing. He's not a dreamer. He's a realist, Mike. Okay, so no <laughs> dreams in this story. Wow, you yeah. got I, me. You got me. I, I um, it's it's not gonna go anywhere, right? Because the the premise of the show is destroyed once it is clear that she likes him, and uh, so yeah, she's always gonna pull back at, in the last second. Um, but I still think it's kind of endearing to watch. Um, oh, a hundred percent. Another thing I want to mention though is the show doesn't look great. Like it's it's a slight show. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know the the production team is. The very first scene, I think, is a still image and just the camera panning over the still image. And I'm like, come on, guys. Like, how can you start a show like this? It's so animation wise, there's not that much effort put into it. But honestly, I don't care. For this kind of show, it, it doesn't really matter to me. I think the concept carries the show. And um, if they execute it well, then I think I'm going to continue watching it to the end. 100%. I'm going to keep continuing. What I hope, well, this is what I hope for this show. And this is this this will apply to most romance shows that I I don't want more. I'm like wrap this up in twelve episodes and give us a saw. I don't care where the manga is. I don't care if they think it might get. Re- it's not going to get renewed. This is this is a show that yeah, will not. I do. There's no way it'll ever get renewed. 
give us a solid ending. It doesn't even have to be a strong, just a solid ending. They end up together. Boom. I'll give it a fair seven. (laughs) On the other hand, I don't even know what kind of shows are getting renewed these days anymore because like we have the the show with the the guy in a smartphone in another world or something that gets a second season <laughs> yeah if like girlfriend girlfriend get a second season I don't whoa, know. whoa 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 hold that for our girlfriend girlfriend yeah, episode yeah, yeah. coming soon this summer guys girlfriend smackdown it's probably a great show i'm just hating yeah <laughs> so, all right all let's, right let's move on so, so the next show we're going to be talking about is classroom of heroes based off a 2015 light novel series by Shin Araki. Long time ago, there was a battle between the hero and the demon lord that terrorized the world. The hero, of course, beat the shit out of the demon lord. And now there's a, a school that started based off the hero's wishes yeah, to essentially build future heroes and train them up. And this school... There's a there's a tough young lady named Arnis Fleming, who is essentially the Empress of the Flames, and there she runs into a new transfer student that you guys might recognize as a hero, uh, where he begins checking out essentially going to school there, uh, and then it's essentially this whole anime is just um, a school anime for training heroes. What do you guys think? It's like overpowered dude comes to academy and wows people his skills. Yeah. Oh, Oh, this is this is this is okay. This show because I've been in a fever dream watching all these shows this week with COVID. Classroom of Heroes, Reign of the Seven Spellblades, and then there's another show on here where I'm like, all of these shows start to kind of blend together because it's (laughs) swords at schools, and I'm like. It's, and it sounds super generic, but I want to say this show looks better than most other like power fantasy Isika shows. I, I don't it know. Does. It, it has something that's that's kind of intriguing for me. It's not like so like any of the other shows. It has a lot of tropes too. Like it has the the Sundere yeah. red haired main character that's OP as a OP OP main character. Yep. And and also, a, dead, the deadpan, the, the, the deadpan, deadpan helper, yeah, yeah deadpan yeah, helper. So, and it's yeah. also an edgy show, and it has a lot of the the fan service where it's like, oh, we are fighting, and he's so powerful that my clothes are getting blown off <laughs> just yes. from the power emanating from his his attacks. Yeah, it's definitely fan service in this one. Like we get a lot of panty shots or like like running into bathrooms and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah, and and it's just these. Wear. I do like uh, – I always like a show where it's the he, the former hero. His whole point is he just wants to go to school as a normal per kid, as a normal yeah. person. And yeah. I guess he's been the hero since he's been born. So he's had to do horrific battles with the so-called Demon Lord, which plays no part in this show, which I kind of like. Like the Demon Lord aspect is removed. It's him going to school with the other. Yeah, this is post Demon Lord. Heroes. Like, I just want to live a normal life. It reminded me. Did you guys ever watch? Uh, was it the Ice Blade Sorcerer, Mike? Yep, that's yeah. They, they, exactly the big, what I was thinking of. The the big bad is essentially dead. Now the kid wants to live a, a normal life and try to be normal, but things happen that don't let him do that. Yeah, basically. So that was a show that I hated on so much, right? Yeah, you, did. You, probably, you, only watched, think, yeah. You, you only watched an episode of it, and you. But this is this is being done um, way better. Like, yeah, this, this way... one feels a lot better than, than Ice Blade Sorcerer. Um, the, the, 
But the, the Demon Lord thing, I actually, I, w- I want to make a prediction because um, we see okay. him fighting the Demon Lord in the first episode mm-hmm. and then yep. they both die and he gets reincarnated, right? That's kind of the beginning of the show. Uh, does we don't um, really know where we don't, how, how I think we, they, they I don't think he died. I think they he we just see them both pass out essentially. I think it's yeah, implied like, that they both died. Well, so there is a comment that is made because a school nurse is the person that I think saved him. It's like, well, we brought you from back from the brink of death once. She makes a comment, something like that. Okay, or I can't remember exactly what the comment is. So I get the impression that actually they saved him. I okay. Uh, but I, my prediction is that he actually kind of fused with the demon lord. Because yeah. we see oh. in the first scene that he has pure white hair. Yeah, I was about to mention that hair. too. And when he gets back, he has half black, half white hair. Yeah. yeah. Like they oh. use his energy or essence or something to save the hero's yeah, life Yeah, may- maybe. That's, that's how it is. That could be maybe interesting. Okay, Gizbo, if you're right, we'll all buy you a round of beers. And we'll Venmo you. We'll Venmo you money for it. And if you're wrong, you have to buy us all a round of beers. Yeah. So I I I wonder because the the one the only thing I'll counter with this is that his hair was black originally, but when he goes like Super Saiyan, it's when it turns it turns white. So it's kind of like he's stuck. Uh, But he he also mentions the fact that he can't like. He can never really go back to where he was before. Like he cannot like achieve that level of strength. Yeah, he, he's a he's essentially like uh, he's crippled up. in a sense to where he can't uh, regain his full him. strength. He was too powerful. Yep, yep. he was he too was cool too powerful. and powerful. Did you guys and, see the episode where um, him and was it Sophie or they they went on the little date just yeah, to be on like? Date. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he was he was like, what do young people he's trying to he's talking to his classmates, his teachers. <laughs> he's like, what do young people do when they're young? Because I'm trying to live this school environment. And someone says, oh, to be young is to love and fall in love. And he's like, OK, cool. What's love? And then he he breaks it down. He's like, OK, I have to take a girl on a date. And that was a really cute episode of like, you do this on a date and you do that. And it's just this like. This is the idealized version of going on a date and falling in love and all this. That and with the girl who turns out to be some sort of robot. Uh, she's uh, like she's she, a clone. She's she's a, a clone. created hero. Yeah, yeah. Artificial. Thank you, Mike. Artificially created hero, and she also doesn't know how to do all these things. So seeing that episode of oh, let's figure out how to love and go on a date and all that. That was cute. I really enjoyed that one. Yep. Yep. On to the next one. Wait, are you guys going to continue watching this one? I know I am. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm definitely going to watch this, this one. This is probably going to be, yeah. By the oh, way, yeah. uh, the other show that I confused this with in my COVID haze was Liar Liar. Because yeah. in that show, okay, so Sophie in this show, the deadpan, I'll, I, I'll be kind of your maid slash caretaker character, is the exact same character in Liar Liar that's the maid care yep. to the mc they're, they're, they're both cooteries yeah cooteries yeah i i the, all these shows just i'm like going crazy <laughs> blending them all together because i'm sick and, and insane right now but ed yeah, take it away <laughs> gizmo how about you lead us on to the next one um all right next one is my happy marriage um in the 19th century Meiji restoration era, Mio Saimori, who is born without supernatural talent, is forced into an existence of servitude by her abusive stepmother. When Mio finally comes of marriageable age, 
threw her hopes of being whisked away to a better life crumble after she discovers her fiancé's identity. Kyoka Kudo, a commander apparently so cold and cruel that his previous would-be brides all fled within three days of their engagements. With no home to return to, Mio resigns herself to her fate and soon finds that her pale and handsome husband-to-be is anything but the monster she expected. As they slowly open their hearts to each other, both realize the other may be their chance at finding true love and happiness. This show was actually very surprising to me. Um, ooh, I I really, really like this show. This might be, of the shows oh. I've started this season, this might actually be my favorite. I think the first episode was really, Let's go. really cool. The animation is really good, I think. It looks mm -hmm. very pretty. Um, and I like the slow pace of the show. It, it, it builds up the characters very well. It has a lot of attention to detail. I like the historical setting. I like um, the... It, it has the, the under, underdog thing going for the main character, right? Because she's very uh, treated very harshly by her family and abusively and... Uh, we kind of get her to see uh, to see her like blooming in in the home in her new home with her new husband yeah. to be it's a very cool show i enjoyed a lot of it absolutely you can no i mean I, i'm i'm loving this show so far um if you're a fan of of something like cinderella or the classic story of uh downtrodden uh protagonist that's mistreated by her, their family and gets to move on to that next stage in life of well there's good it, it's it's so bad right now for this person it can only mm -hmm. they like they're rock bottom it, yeah, can, it only can only go, go up um and that's what this story is what, what, what you're gonna find uh mio is just a broken person um mistreated by her father um you know the the her mother died and then the father remarried this this hits close to home too this happened th th this happened to uh, this can happen to anybody um you know a parent remarries and you get the evil stepmother kind of thing and yeah, yeah. you know the evil stepmother gives birth to a child and that becomes the golden child right because they want to forget about uh uh the non-blood relation to you as the stepmother so it's just like yeah, and she also doesn't have the supernatural powers honestly the supernatural yep. thing doesn't play any role in the first episode and kind of It's a surprise uh, came out of almost. nowhere in the second episode. I was like, oh, supernatural? What? I, I thought this was like just a historical drama, basically. Yes. Obviously, supernatural elements. I'm not 100% sure how, what to think about that. I, I don't know if that show needs it, to be honest. And um, yeah. now, I mean, I, we watched, or I watched the first three episodes, and it's, it's not like it plays a major role, but I wonder why it's even there. Because so far I don't, I don't see the relevance. Um, but it's the least see. important I mean, part. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's totally the least important part as far as I can tell so far. Just the the playing of, um, I, maybe it's just a, hey, here's cool. It, pe people like magic shit, so you like magic. Yeah. Here you go. We'll throw it and in. This, this to me is more romance. Um, there's some tragedy involved. Um, there's gonna be there's gonna be a fight for Mio. There's another young man who is oh, yeah, affectionate also, and yeah i like that a lot like there's another guy that is also of high birth um mm -hmm. oh yeah mio is it's like uh, was birthed into a very prestigious family 
and that's why um, it's so important that she has has uh, these powers, or rather, it's so bad that she doesn't have these powers. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the guy is also is apparently very infatuated with um, her, but he gets um, he's supposed to marry her sister instead, who's very cruel to her. Um, but going back to the super uh, superpowers. Uh, I, I think so far, um, the superpowers is actually just another way that she's an underdog. And I'm a bit afraid that the show will end with her becoming like, oh, actually, you had these hidden powers all along. And so you're yeah. actually super powerful. And now everyone loves you. And uh, that, that would be a shame. I don't know if, if it's going in that direction, but... Um, I, I don't think I would like that. I mean, it depends on how they handle it. But yeah. her, you, you're absolutely right. I'm, I'll buy you a beer for this round because <laughs> she, her unawakened powers will be awakened. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure. going to continue this. Uh, this is fun. I the, oh, my yeah, wife is also sick with me right now, and um, I showed her this, and it was fun watching together. So a good fun oh, yeah. little couple show. Um, I, you could get uh, non-anime watchers into this pretty easily because it's not salacious or weird it's it's a cute romance story with a little bit of magic yeah i'm gonna keep watching i'm i'm more than happy to, it to also it, it feels very shoujo um in certain aspects but it's uh, it's it's not ne- necessarily just aimed at women i would say it's just a good drama so far yep hmm. agreed i have to sadly pirate this one because i have netflix and i don't or i don't have netflix and Oh, that's Pardon right. This is on Netflix, everybody. That's what's different about it this year. Uh, but it's it's uh, similar casting, so you can watch it right away. Yep. Um, and I'm doing dub, and they already have all the dubs yeah, out, which is very too. convenient, which is awesome. That's also good. Like good. Usually I would say Netflix has really good dubs. I have no complaints. And maybe that's where the budget comes from. I don't know. It seems like this show has a lot of budget for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Netflix all stepping right. up. King, take on, take take us to the next show. Take All right, guys, we enter into our next high school themed uh, th- show that I am confusing everything with everything with everything. Of course, I'm talking about liar, liar. I am not going to make the gym. I'm mm. not going to make the Jim Carrey joke. I've listened to plenty of podcasts that have already made that joke. Trust and me. I will not. You imply exactly. the Jim Carrey joke here. <laughs> yes, implied Jim Carrey joke comparison here. It is based on the 2019 light novel series by Haruki Kuo. At an academy island, everything is settled through games. Waged for a certain number of stars, with the strongest student being granted the ranking of seven stars. Hirato, a transfer student, unexpectedly beats the strongest empress and becomes the pseudo-strongest in the school. A mind game of lives and bluffs begins. And that's how you read a fucking plot synopsis for a show, everybody. Take Look, a, pay, sorry, take a page out of my it. book. <laughs> <laughs> I read more than two sentences, get distracted, and I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, I'm sorry. And whoever and Gizmo has, I'm looking at the on our. We have a working doc at home. Gizmo, do not read all this bullshit from from Mal for the next show. It's so many. It's two paragraphs of information. Anyways, we're talking yeah. about liar, liar. Um, so this show is is there is something that I'm interested in hooked in, and it it's not the games. It, it's we have a an MC who has a mission coming to this island of high school that is somehow you progress through doing games and challenging 
uh, other players to earn stars, to become the best player on the island or whatever. Um, there's a lot of interesting dialogue, uh, interesting game theory, like like just just a lot of strategy put in. However, what and, and cool characters that the designs are are fun, um, and it looks interesting. But the problem is this: I don't know if you guys, I'm caught up to this. I don't know if you guys have watched enough of the games. They're all there's no logic to the games that make sense that the MC doesn't win, and I'm not even talking about. So this MC is super normal, average guy, and he has a a way to cheat because he's somehow gets himself involved with a network of people that want him to succeed. So they're going to cheat for him. However, even with the cheating, there's like <laughs> they throw out any like human logic of games to just to make sure uh, you get abilities in these games, right? Of like, oh, I can change the rules or I can maximize my ability through this thing or this thing. Yeah, but he has like abilities who are like, I'm going to rewrite the rules for a second, trick you, change the rules back to what it originally was and play by those rules to win, which I feel like I sound, once again, I, describing so these shows, I, I, I always know, feel crazy. I know what you're describing. And it was... <laughs> It wasn't that he changed the rules, is that he changed, he used like a very low level skill, which is like screen glitch to change yes. the rule for the other guy to make he him made think, the other oh, guy think you that used the a change, super powerful hadn't. skill, which he doesn't actually have. Yes. And he basically, he basically like, it's like a game where you, you just instantly drop your hand and pull a new hand, right? Yes. And he basically caught him in that sort of act. And the he fact tricks it's like, oh, yeah, essentially yeah, he tricks I, them by using this little glitch. I actually like that trick, um, but I agree with you that they it's a lot of like they pull just abilities out of their ass just to, to make him win the games. Yeah. Well, it, it gets to the point where it's like, what is even the point of having the game itself when you can change so much? It's like, oh, this is a 100 meter race. This isn't about actually seeing who's the fastest. It's all about whose ability to uh, manipulate the, manipulate the other person, basically. And he just waltzes to the finish line, right? Like None of the challenges a- mean anything because you can just alter reality. Like his power is he can alter <laughs> yeah. reality and be like, we're having a taco eating contest, Ed, except you don't have tacos. You have burritos. And you're like, okay, I don't know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> You are sadly mistaken. I know how to change a burrito into a taco. It's pretty simple. <laughs> That's why, once again, Mike's soft shell tacos comes to the rescue. Oh, no. Anyways, let's go. This, this anime Call reminded me of like a, a less cool but more gamified version of Kakegurui. To where like each game is like a gamble, yeah. essentially, a quote unquote for oh, a star. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, it's not it as... Made me think no game, no life the whole time. It, uh, it's, it's like if you mix Kakegurui with no game, no life, and then just yeah. made it less cool. It's like a poor man's no game, no life. I would yeah. Say. Yes. Yeah. And minus the lolly. It also right. has etchy. Um, also, has what's up with that, with that sprinkler, man? It's like the only oh, yeah. reason he, he ended up in that position, oh, yeah, right? yeah. In the, in the first episode, because she got hit by the sprinkler. You did that on purpose. Yeah, and what Ed is referring to is our main character meets the fiery redhead who becomes his friend, confidant, and I'm going to bet probably love some interest. sort of lover at the end, love interest at the end. And um, it's this – he stops her and she, you know she's one of the most prestigious students at this school and – 
they end up get, battling each other or whatever and she loses to him because of a sprinkler accident but the sprinkler keeps like soaking her for no reason so you get your fan service in there right um yeah all it's of pretty, that kind it's of pretty minimal overall though i would say in this yeah. oh 100 much yeah i don't i I'm going to keep watching this show. I think there's something there. But the like I said, it's not the games themselves because the it's every episode we're going to see something ridiculous and some like ass pull, like you said, Gizmo, that the mm-hmm. MC will always win. And it'll be like, you thought we were playing chess, but really we were playing Uno this whole time, you <laughs> yeah. dumb fuck. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I think the, the whole game stuff and the, uh, all the rules of the world – feel very arbitrary and not very well thought out it's just means to an end kind of thing and yeah i don't know i'm I'm not sure i'm gonna continue this show to be honest this is definitely the season though of kudere's and sundere's because we got yep definitely a couple of series sorry this is the other show yeah this is the other show with the main are you gonna keep watching it mike uh yes yes i will yeah i think so I think uh, I think this one I will continue. Okay. I'll probably continue on for a few more episodes, see how it goes. But for the most part, it, it's not going to be anime of the season. There, we have Temple no. at the bottom. There we go. Us. Thank <laughs> you. Gizmo, take on our next show, please. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the synopsis is super long. Um, Just wing it. St. Cecilia and Pastor Lawrence. Give me, give me the elevator pitch there, Giz. Yeah, it's uh, based on the 2017. What what is it? Light novel. Something. I guess? It's based on <laughs> 2017 something by Hazan Kazutake. It's about uh, professionalism. So, in this world, there is like saints that. Um, Man, I I've only watched one episode. Why why do I have to do this? <laughs> I'll do, you, you got it, or do you need help? I honestly, I don't, I don't remember enough to to um, summarize this. I it's think. based okay. off of Workoma manga. There we go. Oh yeah, I I'll help you out. Okay, so in this world, um, saints. The idea of saints. You see, I grew up as a Catholic, and the idea of saints is very important to the Catholic faith. But in this world, saints are physical beings that exist in real time. Um, they are folks that can uh, protect your community, help grow your crops, um, make you a successful area to live. And in this world, we have a very cute Saint Cecilia um, who is taken care of by this uh, one, one of our MCs, Pastor Lawrence. And it's the job of the pastor to kind of uh, be the middleman between the town and the saint. Um, provide her protection, food, um, you know, all these taking care of, uh, of whatever she needs so that she can focus on protecting the town that she's, I guess, assigned to by God in some sort of sense. Um, Mm. but what makes this show stand out, like what's really going on in the background is Cecilia, uh, kind of has grown up alongside Lawrence and has developed feelings for Lawrence. Um, so it's the, the juxtaposition of, the holy sacred entity saint um, the saints are very angelic and very majestic and uh, exactly except she's just a normal young woman who has uh thoughts feelings 
um, that kind of gets outside of what a saint's duty probably is supposed to be. And she's falling in love with Lawrence. She loves being by his side. Um, so this is just a cute little romance show um, with very, so far, very low stakes. Yeah, um, sure. Nothing crazy is happening. It's, it's, they're giving little hints though, that Lawrence also might have, so he views her in a certain way um, that might lead to romance on, on both parts. So that's kind of the highlight of the show. Would you say Gizmo? Yeah, for sure. The, their interaction is, is the highlight. And there's, a pretty funny joke about um in the first episode about them uh how she presents herself to her congregation i guess like to the townspeople whenever they come to the church she's all all angelic and all like oh yes please let me uh give you advice i'm and whenever everyone leaves and it's only lawrence and her then she lazes about and just is like she she kind of reminds me of Umaru Chan a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, just like yeah. lazy, just whenever just... she's at home, she's like super lazy and just wants to sleep all day, basically. A hundred percent. And the idea is that's when she's exposing her real self to Lawrence yeah. of I feel comfortable with you and everything. Um and she's so, very like cute said, and their interactions are yeah. very cute together, for sure. Exactly. Cute if you want a cute, low stake show. And you grew up in the Catholic Church, baby. We got a show for you this season. <laughs> <laughs> Will you and guys be continuing? Absolutely, absolutely. Every Sunday, I will be in church. Thank you very much. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. It's it's very slice of life. I feel like, and it's it's cute, but not really anything that hooks me into. Be honest. Hundred percent. All right, all right. Let's head on to the next show. Mike, hit us okay. with it. Okay. We got the show that I was most excited for, quite possibly. Whoops, why did I scroll too far? I do not know. All right, Reborn as a Vending Machine. Uh, I believe the title was a little, anyways. I now wander the something or another, but anyways, it's a vending machine isekai. It's based on a 2016 light novel series by Hirakuma, uh, which I have read the first volume of. A vending machine fanatic meets his demise when he, quite ironically, is crushed by a vending machine. A vending machine that of he course. jumped to save, uh, I might add. Anyways, to assist me, he finds himself reincarnated as a vending machine in another world, having reemerged re within a forest inhabited by frogmen and other monsters and supplied with only two products, Boxo, or... Uh, was how did they call him in the in the anime? They call him something different, but I think it just translates vaguely to Boxo. Mm -hmm. The vending machine requires yeah, coins to keep himself stocked up, powered up, and his shields up. Luckily, the automata is rescued by a young woman who quickly realizes that it's, that he's uh, sentient and carries her to a human settlement. Thereafter, a strange piece of machinery gradually makes an impact on the world around him, gaining numerous allies along the way. And despite being utterly incapable of speech. Or movement and communicating only by pre-recorded vending machine phrases um, is able to continue to grow and expand. So this show uh, I enjoyed. It was a comfy kind of like read for the light novel. It's not making the transition to anime very well. The uh, it's a lot. It's a lot in a way like reincarnated as a sword. Yes, both inanimate shows, but it's just the fact that, like, you essentially 
there's a lot of being stuck in these people's heads and that doesn't transfer to anime very well. Right. And so something that didn't bother me as much when I was reading through it, watching it, especially when the production is kind of low quality as this, it is, I, I don't blame people for wanting to drop the show. Like this is, it's unfortunately become very, uh, very dull. Uh, stuff is kind of predictable other than the weird things he does. Right. Um, and so it's kind of like a case of like, uh, do you keep watching this because I'm such a fan of the late novel or kind of not? Um, I don't know. Does anyone have anything positive that they, they kind of liked about the show or is it going to be just kind of like, it's I like interesting it. because I, I never thought I would be the one defending this show because I think it's actually <laughs> kind of fun. The, the oh, wow. Is super oh. silly. But I actually, I don't know. I think it's kind of unique, and I, I like how how they're communicating with these phrases. He's he, or, or you mentioned he has this, these pre-recorded messages like "Hello there" and uh, I know uh, "Insert another coin" or "You win another prize" or something like this. And they kind of have to make the conversation work with these uh, phrases. And so she's like, "Okay, when whenever you mean yes, you say hello there," and yeah. he's like, "Hello there." Whenever you mean no, you say something different, and so th- that's how they communicate. And I, I don't know. I, I think it, it kind of has charm to it. There's also obviously no. very silly stuff, um, like the the mentors cola thing. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I, for, I totally forgot too much that. For me. <laughs> like they, they fight these this huge frog monster and apparently all the spells they have and all the weapons they have are useless against it but uh, then he dispenses like cola and mentos and makes them use the mentos in the cola and just splurge the the soda on on uh, the frog monster and somehow that kills it or disables it or whatever that's a bit silly that would that, that would deflate me i would tell you that much you ever been Covered mm-hmm. in cola, like it's pretty. Yeah. It's rather it's very, sticky, isn't it? Very sticky. Yeah. And the jug- the juggalos would like a word with you with their uh, <laughs> fago. Their fago, yeah, they yeah, love fago. that shit. That's, that's uh, what the insane then, clown posse. Is that yeah, yeah, you got it. You got the reference. Okay. Yeah, Mike, and, did you ever watch um, Reincarnated as a Spider or not? So what? I'm a spider. Yeah. So what? I it, actually, I I really love that show. Mm-hmm. Um. Because I heard similar things where the light novel of it was really good compared to to the anime adaption of it. Would you consider I, that somewhat similar or no? I, I would. Uh, I, I haven't read the light novels to, to Spider um, as much. I think also the like the 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 character that plays I can't remember, remember the name the Spider's character. I think she's got a little more of an interesting personality um than boxo necessarily which i think kind of leads so that when you're spending all this time listening to the monologue away that it's it's not as uh it's not quite as dull but I, there are parts i still like it and actually i'm gonna st- actually, not even though i say i'm gonna still watch it through to the end also it is just a cozy show like yeah not a ton happens but it's not bad either it's a like, fluffy it's, low stakes kind yeah, of fun. very very low stakes you know I, nothing's going and- to happen uh and sorry what i also what i also like about the show is that it's not the usual like oh i'm super overpowered and the fights are just me being overpowered it's kind of 
there's a bit of strategy involved, quote unquote. <laughs> Wait till he turns into a transformer. He'll Be- then because he's oh, so <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I don't know if that happens. Because he's so limited in what he can do, right? He has yeah, to think of no, ways yeah. to defeat enemies and help the the parties by uh, dispensing stuff. <laughs> yeah, just... he's not he's not an immediate threat like the sword who learns to levitate himself and thrust himself at things. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he he's still got a lot to. Uh, he doesn't immediately convey an advantage to the people other than providing them food and drink and what uh, do you mean mike shampoos. didn't a vending machine kill the main character at the first <laughs> few yeah that's gonna be ultimate <laughs> attack when he learns how to stomp on things yeah. <laughs> he just needs someone to tip him over so he can crush his all right enemies. so more or less you guys are gonna keep watching this right yeah no I'm at least no. going to watch a couple of Wait, episodes. wait, wait. Yeah, I didn't want to dunk on this show. I've already dropped it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm being I'm being a little more selective on my shows this season. Oh, that's good. What? I think you should. Just because I want to live a happy life. And <laughs> I, I, I don't think... Dean, this I just, is not I, why we do this. Yeah, this is not why we do this podcast. <laughs> no, um, no. Health and I, safety dictates you need to find life work balances. So absolutely. Yeah. Dean, drop the show. I'm dropping uh, the show, but shout out to Snacks. I'm going to say that right now. Shout, shout out, out to, to Snacks. Shout out, shout out to Vending Machines in Japan. You're really cool. Yeah, you're uh, really cool, and I think that's great, but I don't think anything happens in this, this show. I don't think anything do, will happen. Do you think you will at some point learn how to dispense used schoolgirl panties? Okay, so you have to go oh, to the no. back alleys to get the used ones. New ones, absolutely, 100%. He, uh <laughs> He already learned how to to um, dispense condoms because like there's a lot of sanitary issues <laughs> and uh, oh, health issues and that. Diseases song. being spread around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did you were you there for that episode, King? With the, uh, the did you stick around long enough to see that episode? Uh, I know. I I thought you were just Should kidding. Let right you know now, when so. that episode happens, so you can watch that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, no. That's it. King's dropped it. He needs his health and safety. So I, never mind I, about the fact that he meets the. It's the, definitely the, not the, the person not that runs the uh, local, uh, like bourgeois or whatever you want. Lord right. Almighty! One last it's, thing, King. Watch out around vending machines from now on. All right, just a heads yeah. up. Sounds like yeah, it, that, Lord Almighty. This, he might be out for you. I don't know. Yeah. yeah I, I, the one will fall on me, and that's how I die. Okay, King, give us give us your hot takes on on people with glasses up their butts. Yes. Okay. Um, oh boy, <laughs> that, was, that, was a, that was a send or, joke. Send made that joke, and anyways, never mind. Shout out to send. Let's all right, go. shout out to send. How about we keep yeah. it moving? Yep. All right, the next show we'll be going over is My Unique Skill Makes Me OP Even at Level 1, based on a 2017 <gasps> light novel series by Nazuna Miki. Ryota Satuo, who died from overworking at a black company, which we, a lot of people do crazy, right? At least get overworked, was reincarnated in another world. Although Ryota was alive, he was now burdened with the inconvenience that his level is fixed to one in this new world. Although he wasn't able to raise his level, he had a unique skill that can create a cheat-like item that shouldn't exist in the world from monsters. Knowing this, he maxed out his stats with the help of the ability up items and gathered a number of weapons and items that can only be used by himself which made him have the strongest stats and gear despite being level one. 
this this show it's like when you go dungeon crawling in a game your rest of your team is maxed out but you just go there for the free loot essentially (laughs) it's him just with the crazy crazy items it's just one of these like I'm overpowered isekais. Yeah, it's it's kind of dumb. Not a whole lot of sustenance so far, right? No, no. And the, the item drop thing is like the only only unique thing about it so far. And it's I don't know. To me, it's not super interesting. So I yeah. dropped it after one episode. Yeah. What about you, Mike? Um, I've enjoyed it. The, I think the rabbit girl thing is kind of cute, even though she's very repetitive. She just wants carrots and likes hitting the main character on the head. Um, you know, I don't. I I'll probably end up watching this because I'm a sucker for this kind of stuff. Shout out rabbit girls! I'll probably Shout keep watching girls. it, but there there isn't a Ari whole Ferretta. lot going in this show. It was it's nothing super exciting just yet. It's um, I don't know, not a whole lot to excite me for. No. But I'll watch a few more episodes, see where it goes. Mm-hmm. All right, let's just right. keep it moving. This I, one's I, not I, super exciting. Yeah, King, you, you want to take us on to the next one? Yeah. So this, so is, this a, is what I did the whole thing for, was uh, who this talked to us about. I girls. feel like we spent more time of me just reading the synopsis to that one than, <laughs> than actually discussing I'm it. Not, it was, and I'm it, not, yep. It wasn't a super exciting show. There wasn't a whole lot. And maybe it could get better towards the end because there's been a couple shows that just switch it up, but we'll see. Totally. Um, I'm going to keep this one short because we got to get moving. Because once again, folks, every week I like to remind us we got to get to Manga Club. Um, uh, The Girl I Like Forgot Her Glasses based on the 2018 manga by Komei Fujicheek. Um, This is all you need to know about this anime. Okay. There are we have our MC normal 13 year old boy plain plain Jane nothing going on with him he likes a girl in his class uh that sometimes forgets her glasses and that's literally the plot of the show that's that is it and and, and because all he's you need to know, a bet she has to get very close to him because she can't see and that's yes exactly the, she and makes cute, cute faces cute noises <laughs> also I will say this. They draw this girl's hair like nobody else's hair in anime this season. They spent the entire budget on anywhere anywhere this girl walks. It looks like there's a fan in the room blowing her hair perfectly. And the animation budget for the, the hair, 10 out of 10. That's what yeah. I'm going to say. The rest of the show, eh, they blew the budget on the hair. That's what I'm going to say. I, I um, oh, Go ahead. I think the the show doesn't look bad. Uh, it's a go hands show, and I don't know. I, I've never seen anything from the studio, but from what I heard, they always do like weird camera angles and weird like CG, yeah, um, camera pans and stuff. And um, it's it's kind of weird because I think they they put a lot of effort into this show, but it, it's like the animators don't know what it looks like when normal people walk it's it's it has this uncanny valley effect where everything looks weird (laughs) and it looks like there's a lot of effort in but it's it's just weird and i don't i can't really put my finger on it but um the the camera angles are also like there's this one scene that's also in the the trailer where he walks up a stairs 
and um, the the camera goes super close to his hands, and so his his one of his fingers like is basically fills out the whole screen for a couple of frames, uh, and it's just I I I don't understand why <laughs> this is so weird. It's jarring. It is, uh, um, and also what this showed us, because um, um, in general this is like a generic ah oh, cute girl she gets close to this boy and he likes her and uh, cute middle school romance I would say it's n nothing yep. spectacular but maybe they wanted to look, make this show look more interesting by adding these weird camera angles and camera pans and stuff. Um, but there's also one thing that kind of annoys me. Um, It's whenever she says something cute to him, she's like, "Oh yeah, but I actually like you, uh, like you, Komura-kun." It echoes in his head, like he he the, the sentence is repeated. Oh, I like you, Komura-kun. Oh, I like you, Komura-kun. And we just see his astonished face. And this, in some scenes, this happens with like three sentences in a row. It's like, "Oh, I like you, Komura-kun. Oh, I like you, Komura-kun." And um, you look cute you look cute you look cute and it's so like what the fuck am i watching here <laughs> no i mean you're you're absolutely right it's <clears throat> i don't i don't know how I, this is one where i'm like how'd this get passed this there's no there's no real tease there's no teasing there's no development of anything going on he's literally just helping some chick who's like <laughs> blind in class <laughs> and i don't yeah, know if i can do like, this for 12 episodes it's it's like a gimmick romance show because also and the gimmick is super stupid like who forgets their glasses like so many times especially when you're blind as a bat there's no fucking way you'd forget your glasses at all yeah like how'd get you this get to school yeah how'd, exactly yeah. She, she needs she, you know, get this girl some lasik all right we need some lasik on this girl she is <laughs> so she blind can, she, okay she can't distinguish people from each other even if they're super close and apparently she also becomes deaf because at some point there's like a guy who talks to her And for the entire time, she thinks he is Komura-kun. He's she's like the uh, MC. He, uh, he uh, she thinks he's like the MC. Uh, it's like why? <laughs> I don't know. All I can say is that this show uh, has been dropped. Um, I'm not continuing this. Nothing is happening. There's no development. It is not interesting to me. You dropped. Yeah, I think it's I'm gonna drop this as well. It's too bad that uh, we didn't also include the other studio Gohans. Series of season, uh, the what is it? The Mister Cat is embarrassed or something like that. Oh, it's all depressed. The cat is my the cat master or the the very competent cat. Ah, One whatever. positive thing though, I, I think it looks it looks good. Like the art style yes. is good, and the the character designs are cool. And when you have still frames, then the show looks very nice in a lot of scenes. Mm -hmm. But it's just when it's moving, it looks weird. It looks like all American. right, so. King dropped. Gizmo, are you gonna keep it going? <sighs> Probably not. Probably not. There Mike? we go. Uh, I uh, probably i I may not continue it. I haven't even watched the most recent episodes, so who knows? Okay, it, that's a problem drop for me. Gotcha, gotcha. Gizmo, take it to our next one. All right, the next one is my tiny senpai. It's based on a 2020 manga series by Saiso. Uh, my senpai from work. Is tiny and cute. That's kind of the tagline <laughs> of the show. Shinozaki is an office worker who's taken care of and coddled by his senior team member, Shiori Katase, a gorgeous, profoundly kind, loving, and diminutive woman. Shinozaki certainly hopes that she's not doing it out of duty, but her joy of doing so increasingly exposes her feelings. So, this is 
like an work office romance thing that we, we've also had these shows like every season there's one of these shows it feels like um and she's a lolly <laughs> she no wait wait Short she stack. is small okay she, that's she how very it, small small as she is m o l small yeah she is very small, small and cute yep and she makes cat noises and turns into a chibi cat version whenever she sees a cat or uh, cat is mentioned yep She's a legal lolly. Yeah. Because she's older than him. Yeah, yeah, she is. Yeah. I don't, Guess what? I, I don't know what to say about this show. <laughs> Gizmo is speechless. He's like, what do you want me to say? She is small and cute. That is literally what's going yeah, on. This yeah, show. this, this show uh, kind of gets weird in the fact that, like, they really, like, uh, they really sort of fetishize her up. Like yep. a lot of times you're like getting a face full of boobs or her butt or whatever the case is. And she's always, she definitely, this is definitely going for the, both the office lady fetish and the short stack fetish. Cause she's yeah. both stacked and short. So she's a brick house, if you will. Yeah. Do you guys think this, uh, this romance will actually go anywhere or is it going to be the same thing? The whole 12 episode run. I could see it as long as it. Well, this is another show. Wrap this up in twelve episodes, please. Do not give us another season of this. This is. It's cute. I'm having fun. It's sweet. But just let's let's wrap it up in twelve, and we'll all be happy with a solid seven. <laughs> I, I feel like uh, my senpai is annoying. Did this a lot better. I, that's just kind of like where I'm at. Th- th- that's what it reminds. This show reminds me of that for sure. Um, but I, I reiterate once again that she is small and that's what you – so be prepared for that. She is small. You guys continuing this? Absolutely. Mm, probably not. <laughs> I'm going to give it a couple more episodes I think. Mike? Maybe. Undecided. So yeah, I'm just going to keep putting along with it. All right. Let's head on to the next one. Mike? Okay, another forgetful or forgettable isekai called Am I the Strongest? Based on a late novel by Sai Sumimori. Sumimori, yeah, sure, why not? Anyways, this is a story about someone who was reincarnated with a cheat power, but when they gave him the cheat power, they gave him it so cheap that they couldn't even detect it. They're like, you got no magical power at all, kid coming up all zeros that's because it only had two decimal points and he needed four Ooh, i think that's the right term isn't it he basically his 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 magic was over a thousand and they only had double digits and the so they were like ah this so is everything... just zero your kid is like useless yeah and everyone the, thinks like, he's super weak and, but he's actually yeah. super strong so oh. yeah so, oh. Is he actually so, the strongest, Mike? Yes. Yes, uh, he is. Maybe. He can, only do, <laughs> he can only do barrier magic. But then he discovers he can basically do everything with barriers. Like he can yeah. lift things up with barriers and make them into projectile barriers and cut things out of barriers. And, he can basically make like balloon animals with barriers. He can do everything. Yeah. yeah. So he, at one point you have this baby just like wandering around the forest, like doing all this stuff. But anyways, um... I had to think really hard because I've forgotten already most of this show. So um, that sums it up, perf- Mike. I, that I, I sums watched... it up perfectly. <laughs> I think, so. I think it's, it's pretty forgetful. Giz, what do you think? I, I watched the first episode and I remember one scene. He's like a baby. He's reincarnated and uh, he's sitting in the forest all alone, crying and something. And uh, then there's this big wolf that 
wolf monster that comes out of nowhere and attacks him, and but he is super powerful and beats it, whatever. Then the wolf monster turns into a beautiful girl. Who would have thought? And he's like, um, and and because he defeated her, she's like, oh, you can become my new master or whatever. And he's like, okay, uh, slave girl, I need sustenance. I'm a baby. I need your breast milk. And she's like, oh, I can't produce breast milk yet. You have to impregnate me so <laughs> I can produce breast milk yet, so you can suck on my boobs. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. But then, uh, but then when she that's a hell of a story apart. right there. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> but when she's pointer, maybe I should like, maybe wait, wait, what was like, this show called again? Hold on a minute. Let me. I'm so writing this when, down. When she's pulling out her breasts. He's like, no, 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 I can't like, and it's like, oh gosh, give me a break. Like, what do you want, the breasts or you don't want the breasts? Like, come on, you gotta see the breasts to suck on the breasts. So, boy, gotta eat. Boy, gotta eat. <sighs> Anyways, infuriating. Anyways, we got a, cu- a cute lolly in it. You got the, uh, you got, we got another redhead for the uh, redhead of the uh, season competition coming up here with the, with Ooh. the giant wolf that turns into a hot stacked lady. Um, yeah, I'm in. So that's about it. You son of a bitch! Just when I thought I was out. They no, pull don't, me don't back in. King, don't bother. Don't bother. Don't <laughs> All right, Gizmo, take us to the next show. <laughs> All right, the next show is Undead Murder Farce, uh, based on the 2015 Japanese novel series by Yugo Aosaki. Um, the end of the 19th century, a, vampire, a vampire's wife is murdered. The detective known as a cage user is called in to solve the crime. But there's more to the detective and the curtained bird cage he carries. After all, when solving a case involving a monster, it might just take one to know one. That's a weird description of the show because I, I I assume we're not just sticking with this just one murder case, but maybe yeah, I, was I feel like that's going to be over in like another episode, basically. Take so, it up with Mal. Uh, anyways, the, the, well, the first episode who, starts with. Why did you get the summaries from Mal of all places? Because <laughs> I don't. I. Mean, I who cares? It's, it's just to remind us of what, what happens in the show, right? So it's, exactly. Oh also, why don't you do some work once in a while? <laughs> wow. Wow. But this, wow. this show it may be true, but it hurts. Anyway. <laughs> Gizmo, tell us this how show, you really feel about this show. This show surprised me, kind of, because I think it... It looks really, really cool and really unique. Like the, the direction and the art is really, really nice. Um, yeah. I'm surprised this is um, not more popular, to be honest. I think um, the the first episode I was really hooked, like the, the introduction of the characters. We have the, the um, detective, quote unquote, and the birdcage lady, which turns out is a severed head of a, an immortal 900 year old lolly. <laughs> I don't know if she's a lolly. She's just a, she's like a princess. Or I mean, her, her body is 14 years old eternally, she says. Uh, yeah. eh. But Me. I'm actually, this might be the 900 year old vampire lolly that I'm actually okay with. I think she she is really cool. She's And the, the yes. dynamic between the two of oh, them I is see. very fun. And they solve crimes together, I guess. Uh, yep. They are looking for the guy who took her body. Like she's she's immortal, uh, mm-hmm. but she lost her body to someone. Oh, what's he doing with that? That's weird. Now that I think about it, what, what, uh, what are you doing with that body, bro? That. <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that. That's not good. Yeah, and uh, he also um, turned the the guy into 
like a half demon or something, if I remember correctly. An Oni. I'm not 100% sure of that. But so yeah, they, they both the, have... he, he infused them with Oni blood to turn yeah. them half Oni and half human. So they, they both have their bones to pick with him, and so they're looking for him in in Europe, 19th century yeah. Europe. And um, this show reminds me a lot of uh, Gothic, if anyone remembers that. It's also like a detective no? lolly and her, her male sidekick. They oh. go around uh, solving crimes and stuff, m- murder mysteries, basically. Yeah. Um, I'm a bit a disappointed by episode two and three. It's very apparent that this is going to be like an episodic show, which has like murder of the week kind of cases. Yeah. And I was hoping for a bit more um, overarching story. But I'm still going to continue watching this for sure. I think it's it looks super cool. And I think the, the main duo is uh, really fun to watch. Yeah, they have a good dynamic. They play off each other really well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's, it's smart. Yeah. It feels like it's smartly written, like you know, hundred percent. I, I, I like the word, like the nineteenth century Europe. Yep, murder it's a good time period. Aspects. It's very yeah, cool. It's not. It's not an isekai fantasy. Look at that. I know. If you liked uh, Castlevania on Netflix, this might mm-hmm. be a show for you. This this is oh, giving yeah. me similar vibes of like, yep. hey, we've got to go to this place that kind of sounds like Transylvania, but it's not. And there's vampires there, so we got to stop them. And you're like, okay, cool, I'm down for that. <laughs> and they, they even mentioned Sherlock Holmes in one episode. Yeah, yeah they mentioned Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes inspired. There's going to be werewolves. There's going to be vampires. So for me, this is a show right up my alley, and I'm I'm definitely going to keep it going. So I'm excited to see what else they got. And I'm we didn't mention how unpopular this show is. It's super that is low. weird. Um, the art is great, um, and we didn't mention that. Uh, the, the, the guy, uh, character, he's always on the verge of turning into an Oni. And the only thing that keeps him in his human form is, uh, bodily fluids from the severed head. So th- they constantly have to kiss. But, yeah. Brain fluids. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's just ending. move on let's just move on <laughs> this is so weird. Weird. everyone just stop talking after that point i think we should just move it on up yeah we gotta keep going can, y'all can take us to our anime or plummet anime of the season please okay this is we got it right here temple uh no one can live on loneliness aka tempura based on the 2018 manga by kimi take yoshioka Akimetsu Akegami was always told that by his father that no one can live alone, but he's sure determined. After all, his father sure wasn't saying it with the best intentions, and Akimitsu has no desire to become like that creep. But when a chance encounter with a young woman leaves him and leaves him with thoughts that are all too impure, he decides to do what he must, become a Buddhist monk and renounce worldly ways. But the temple he decides to devote himself to is full of women <gasps> and that same young woman Nani? is uh, no way there too what's a guy to do um this is peak plummet material it is a guy who is just too horny who needs to become a zen monk to be uh just you know uh find um 
you know, everlasting life, purification, um, the next level, uh, as you would in Zen Buddhism, except uh, the temple he goes to study and practice at is full of sexy ladies. So shenanigans ensue. This is very uh, goddess, uh, terrorist goddess from last season that we, yes, we saw absolutely. with the cafes. Um, and so far, it's been very, it's exactly what you expect, folks. Slapstick uh innuendos silly situations you name it this show has it it's super slapsticky yeah um and honestly it's it's, it's a bit too silly for me <laughs> i i don't know i i think it's it's very compare comparable to to the cafe goddess show but i think i probably like the cafe goddess show a bit more all right like we it's have some cafe goddess like, like Fun we asked, so who's best grill? Okay, um, best grill is gonna be. I'm I'm pulling up the page right now because I only one I, right answer. Okay, so <clears throat> I watched today the latest episode. My favorite right now is Mia Kristoff, and Mia Kristoff is there the one. Right. She has the the American with the, the twin tails. Girl. Yeah, the pigtail girl, and the reason why in the latest episode. She has the same affliction as the main character, which is being horned. And she came to this <laughs> Buddhist monastery, the curse of being horned. And her whole backstory is like, I come from a very horny family. <laughs> <laughs> and she needs to, she's like, I want to enlighten. That's what she needs. She's like, I'm looking for enlightenment, just like the main character is. And so they have a bondness with each other now of like, we want to both be enlightened together. I'm like, Oh, she, that's fun and cute. So I'm going with the American Mia Kristoff. Um, what about you guys? I honestly, I don't remember any of the names, uh, but I would go with the, the main girl. The I got hair. her name right here. Uh, yeah. Yuzuki uh, or uh, yeah. Aoba, uh, Yuzuki Aoba. She's one of the Aoba sisters. Yeah. I honestly I don't really remember much from her either. They are not super standout the characters, <laughs> but I no. like her design. She looks cute. Nice, Mike, Mike. Do you have a favorite? Um, Ernest Fleming from Classroom <laughs> for Heroes. <laughs> that's that's definitely my favorite. We're, of this we're show. talking about Temple Tem- Temple Mike. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite. Is Ernest Fleming from Classic? Okay. It's a crossover. Don't worry about okay, it. It'll okay, okay. Did I? I oh, that's in the me. light novels. Uh, that's, oh wow! In my upcoming Dodinci, uh, okay, I'd like okay. to announce here today called the Classroom of the Perverts. Um, anyways, no. Can I wait, Mike? Can I assign you a favorite character? Because I can. I have one that will match okay. up with you. All okay, right, sure. I'm gonna. I'm going to give you Kagura Baldwin and Kag- ba- Kagura Baldwin is the orange hair chick. The, the Baldwins, the Baldwins, the yep. Alec and Billy. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, and she, nice. she's the one that supports Mia Kristoff, but she likes um, getting Mia into salacious uh, activities and then recording them on video. So that's, that's what Kagura Baldwin <laughs> does. Very good. Yep. So she's a watcher. <laughs> Definitely. It's the generous we just can watch like together. Mike. We can watch together. Mike, do you or excuse me, Ed, do you have a favorite? Oh yeah, Mia Kristoff. 
It's funny. Mm. Like she, she just beat the main character to to the temple. That's like their only difference. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's pretty funny. Yeah, this is it's just a show full of silliness, gags. Um yeah. I I'm totally gonna keep watching this. Um this is I, a fun one. Okay, I'm saying this right now. This isn't gonna be like last season when I picked uh the terrible show well, uh we'll cheat see skill. When we get to the end of the season, King. Don't get it. Yeah, for of anime of the series. Yet. I'm saying tempura, anime of the season. Let's oh, fucking no. go. I'm not <laughs> going to regret it this time, not like cheat skill. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll check in again when we do summer reviews someone clip it <laughs> clip it and ship it we'll play this bit right after but king says this the is bank. the worst show i've ever watched <laughs> in my life all right all right pretty solid let's head on to the next one gizmo uh the next one sweet reincarnation Based on the 2015 light novel by Nozomi Koryu, uh, a promising patissier meets his demise and leaves the world without ever having achieved his dream of making the world's greatest pastry. But when he is given another chance, he reincarnates as nine-year-old pastry pastry mill Morton. His name is actually Pastry. In the I forgot. Yes. Oh my god! Remember he how he gets killed by the giant candy bird yeah. at the beginning. <laughs> Like ways to go. Like uh, this was one of the more originating the the vend- being crushed by a vending machine and now being crushed by like the two things being crushed by your love, <laughs> right? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, um, so uh, he's determined to be successful the second time. His life would not be as sweet as his treat, though, as he encounters unfamiliar hardships in the magical world. To get one step closer to his lifelong desire, Pastry must learn how to fight usula- u- utilizing his confectionary knowledge and discovering magic along the way. I've watched one episode of this and I forgot <laughs> what, what happens. I, I, am, I I'll I be honest, I've watched got... two episodes of it and I forget to. It's it's another uh, isekai. Uh, oh I'm in. I'm into this right now. <laughs> <laughs> he gets crushed by his creation and then, yeah. The he giant bird sweets. candy. Anyways, um, and I think it's not the, even a pastry. It's it's like a candy thing, isn't it? I. Um, but what is the show about? I I don't even remember what what, what happens in the first episode. I think it, it was <laughs> about like <laughs> he just read the description. He goes, "What is this show about?" <laughs> I mean, it's about him make, making pastry, but I I I don't remember what what the struggle yeah, is. I think it's about it's the ingredients show. in this world that he has to like find sugar and stuff, right? Yeah, something like that. Correctly. I can't. There, there's there's some sort of obstacle. Uh, there's some. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? There, I can tell you there is right now. There's cute anime girls. All right. There we go. What? Moving on. Get Level on. one, Demon Lord. <laughs> wait, wait, one just, room hero. The only like, thing I was going to uh, the only thing I was going to say is there's two genres of, of anime this season. It's either you're a Harry Potter magic school or you're about snacks. That's that's what the two genres of anime are now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. This, this <laughs> definitely what goes into te- snack What, what part kind of show is Temple then? Is it the Harry Potter or the snacks one? Oh, it's, it's definitely snack. snacks. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Clip it. That's the that's the intro right there. Clip it. <laughs> All right, Mike, All right. take us into the next one. Oh, this so is a this good one, one. Yeah, this is actually a legit level one demon lord in the one room hero. 
Uh, so it's based on a manga by Tofu from 2019. Uh, ten years tofu? ago, Tofu, Tofu, tofu. Uh, Ten years ago, do you want? Do you interrupt me some more? Uh, ten years ago, <laughs> Tofu, <laughs> Tofu, <laughs> the hero Max good. defeated the demon lord Tofu. In order to regain his power, the demon lord Tofu went into a deep slumber. It's actually not Tofu, no. but when he awakens, his body is only a chibi version of his fearsome form. Now curious to see what his enemy is up to, the Demon Lord visits Max. Only discover the mighty hero living in a dirty one-room apartment. The Demon Lord decides to move in with Max and help his old enemy become a formidable opponent once more. Basically rehabilitating this man-child who doesn't know how to function in modern society. And it's just a complete and utter loser. So I don't know what happened in this world. So it was a fantasy world. It had very sort of Dragon Quest uh, uh, sort of stylings to it and yep. 10 years later it is like a modern society yeah it's just like yep. all that. yeah and so like it's kind of it just it has like little elements from that fantasy world in it like it's got the different technically creatures and stuff. well i guess no there's i guess still no, magic the right uh, yeah there's the still magic and stuff, and magic. stuff like that uh the 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 heroes party basically all of them have gone on to a success except for the main hero who has squandered his efforts chasing women and lying <laughs> and cheating and gambling and all this kind of stuff. Wait, it's um, a bit wait, as he says, Mike, that's a misunderstanding. Oh yes. <laughs> all they're all misunderstandings. <laughs> yep. Every single one of them. Exactly. All, I I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Yes. Yeah, uh, a lot of that kind of energy. Yeah, it's exactly. And so he's kind of washed up. Um, this is like, it feels... So first off, yes, we have a very overpowered main character and it means shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like in modern day, like what would super strength really get you? Possibly thrown into jail. That's basically about it. So yeah. it's like, it's not, um, you know, he doesn't really have much going for him because once again, he wasn't very smart afterwards. Like he, the, the, like he didn't use, he didn't uh, capitalize on his fame. Yeah, exactly. He, he used it actually for like basically womanizing and, and gambling. Right. So he, he's kind of all washed up and the demon Lord can't believe it. And is determined to kind of rehabilitate this person, uh, which may be not worth it. We get some, like and along the way so we get some pretty good animation and we also get a lot of fantastic fan service uh the <laughs> demon lord's assistant wears this like little one piece thing i'm not sure what's always going on with her and then at one point she just gets completely like just smashed chasing the main character around naked but naked at night speed. until she's arrested for indecent exposure um so yeah i don't know there's lots of lots of fun in this, this series uh and it's it's again one of those looking at what does a hero become afterwards, and this is kind of like the case where the society's not going to take care of him. He's got he's like well, maybe they would have I don't know, but what, like this is where he made all the wrong choices, right? And so, what does so that mean like for the, him? He peaked in high school kind of situation. Yeah, yes, very much. <laughs> yeah. This is a watch watch Rico throw the football the over the, the uh, mountains, you know, kind of vibe, Uncle Rico. So <laughs> still living out in the van. Anyways, yeah, no, but I'm I'm having fun with this one so far. Um, I expect some cute scenes between the Chibi Demon Lord and Max the Hero. Um, the Demon Lord is already like 
we got to clean up your apartment and we got to eat healthy meals. And uh, you know what I mean? Like all, all of these things to kind of bring him out of his funk of, you know, feeling like a dejected member of society of no one needs me anymore. And I have a, I have a, uh, they're already gearing up. There's crisis within the kingdom going on in the world and whatnot. So he's already like, he needs to step up to the plate already uh, by the episodes that are out. So will he, will, will the chibi demon Lord be able to, to rehabilitate max? We got to stay tuned to find out there's more side characters coming from the OP that I've yeah. noticed. So we're going to get more it's characters out of this. Are getting introduced yep. like the, the cleric guy um he's like head of the magic department of the government now or something fred the cleric which is fred i love <laughs> yeah i love when they use american names for for things like max mm. fred this is gonna be this is gonna be really silly um i think he has a love interest coming uh soon is is what the o is what the ed this is just from the this is what i'm gathering from the ed are you talking about the the green haired chick The green hair check, yeah. Uh, that is actually the demon lord. Didn't you? Don't you remember? He, the TB demon lord, um, turns into like this green haired schoolgirl with very yeah. Scantily the buxom, clothed. the buxom schoolgirl is the demon lord when he's was walking that around in, like a. Was yeah, that an after credit thing or no? no. That I was like was episode, episode two, two or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. And, Damn it! Um, but but my um, brain is just I have no idea what guys <laughs> are talking about. Yeah, so he, he turns into that girl when he wants to walk around the street because he can't walk around like a chibi demon. That was yeah. Oh. He got he got the wrong impression about how he should dress in society because mm -hmm. the assistant was like, "You should totally wear a sailor uniform like this," and so that's why he's constantly wearing like in his chibi form and his and he turns into like a female, not realizing the fact that maybe it's not uh, especially when it's that small. Him. See, not necessarily the best thing. I feel like I, I just being on this podcast, I learn as much as the listener does because I have no idea what's going on anytime yeah, that, in anime. That, that's your and COVID brain that doesn't remember. That's my COVID brain kicking in. You, you um, did a good job uh, recovering, uh, King. Exactly. That, that's where the focus went. Anyways. I like it. Uh, I'm going to keep watching this. This has been a cute, fun show so far. Um And I'm excited. I am excited to see where it goes. I want. I want to know the. There's a third party member that we haven't seen in the OP or ED. The the female sorcerer. I wonder what mm -hmm. happened to her. I'm, yep. I'm sure they're going to get to her. Only one way to point. find out. Next time, there we go. On level one demon lord, and the one room hero show. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Segway final show Ed take us out on the last show that we're All reviewing right, the last show we're gonna review is Zom 100 based on 2017 something by Hazano Kazutake it's a manga wow. <laughs> my <laughs> notes are awesome <laughs> All right. maybe if I wasn't the only one doing them jerks <laughs> alright All right. we start off with our boy our 24 year old boy Akira Tendo who's stuck in that corporate rat race, hating his life and realizing life isn't what it's cracked out to be. When he's in his absolute misery, something exciting happens. A zombie outbreak <laughs> ravages his entire world, making it for the better in his eyes. This show is great, by the way, guys. I'm really enjoying this one. What do you guys think? Yeah, this is this this. I feel like this is coming out the right time. Like, this is like... Oh, like this, I think this will ring true for a lot of people. It's like, honestly, oh, yeah. society collapsing 
not really the worst thing <laughs> in the world. Like, it's like, ah, you know. I, I like the internet meme that this is the life of the average MAPA employee. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> it the, seems the, like the it. Scenes, the scenes of him at this, when you watch that first episode, uh, it, it's very and you hard. don't it's like your hard. job, it resonates with you really hard. This is probably one of the this is probably the like one of the better shows that we're covering and a lot of folks are going to be covering it but man that first episode you're like yeah i don't like my boss i don't like what's going on in my work situation and this hits home for a lot of people this also feels like it's like a like he's also having like a like a mental breakdown too like when he's dealing with the zombies and like the different colored blood and all the colors in this show overall really pop Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like you I like totally that they see do him that. just like mentally snapping, oh. and this is just the world he sees now. You're saying that's in his head. I like that. I like that idea. That's why it's yeah, and all like colors and stuff. Yeah, that's and why I'm a it... big zombie guy, and yeah, just the colors everywhere instead of blood, just red. Just instead mm-hmm. of red, uh, I watched Shaun of the Dead last night with my wife, oh, and just phenomenal. The ima- phenomenal, but the amount of red everywhere—that's the most fun part of this show—is. I think Ed, I think you hit it on the head. I think this might be in his head, and I think that's a really interesting take. Yeah, that makes sense. Before before the apocalypse, when when he was like in his work life, um, everything was kind of gray. Everything was very saturated, and um, then yeah. when the apocalypse happens, every everything turns colorful. And- it's colorful, like yeah. he's reborn <laughs> again, like something switched in his head. It is. Um, I I feel. Oh, and also the 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 one the female office worker who, you know why she works there, right? Like he, he kind yeah. of like it's not yeah it it doesn't feel great, and he kind of has because she's always so nice to him. He kind of has his crush on him. He goes to check on him, and sure enough, who's there? But the the the, the, the boss. boss and stuff and the stuff. But at this point, boss. yeah, <laughs> everything that that's go like that. Oh, that scene hits so hard. But him just be like. Yeah. Like going through the whole talk and saying, like, you know, unfortunately, I, I'm going to have to resign. And then he pushes him out the window and stuff like that. Uh, very nice. Very nice. And shout out to the to this guy for <clears throat> manning through the zombie apocalypse. I like his attitude of, well, I might as well do my bucket list of, of things to do. You have as a, you know, as opposed to um, the, the female lead in the show who's like, I'm a prepper, you know, we have to survive and I'll be the first to say if the zombie apocalypse comes, I'm not thinking of long-term shit. (laughs) I'm I'm... King is getting his weed out. and it's like, let's chill here. Dude, let's chill. (laughs) And I'll just, honestly, I'm, I'm going to say it right now on air. I'm just going to party myself to death. That's the truth. Like (laughs) I'm not meant for the, I'm not meant for long in a zombie apocalypse. And I'm just going to go out with a bang uh, like homeboy does, as opposed to the one lady who seems miserable, just pre- getting water and food, and like I, I it's I by the end of the, the episode, we, we we see her her inner thoughts, and it's like ah, maybe I should have gotten that cupcake, even though like one of my yeah. because what's my... the point of living? What's the point of living? Okay, if it's just it's sakura just mochi, it is not a okay. Just joking, sorry. <laughs> that, that snack, whatever it was, but yeah, it, but it, you yeah. see the. the the contrast in their list, like his is a hundred things to do before I die, and hers is a hundred things I need to do to survive. Yeah, 
And one of the things is like a lower sugar intake. Yeah, lower sugar no, intake, no. which is like, what are you even doing, girl? Like, it doesn't matter at this point. Like, you're just gonna die alone. She wants to sad. survive. I mean, it makes sense. Now, potty yourself to death. In situations like that, like lowering sugar intake, I don't know if that's like the ideal. Like, get your calories where you can. Kind she of thing. wants to stay as fit as possible. I think. I, I, I understand the, the thought process, but she trust me, she's gonna be kind of in a state of constantly running you know what i mean like yeah, so it's yeah. Like, yeah. I, I wonder if they i i have only seen the the um first two episodes i haven't seen episode three yet <laughs> but i wonder um if they adjust to each other and he gets a bit more serious about surviving and she maybe loosens up a little more or like he finds a reason to to survive essentially aside yeah. from finishing his list or if it's just that, that she totally adopts his lifestyle and they just run around having fun. And <laughs> he brings another one down. And, I don't know. <laughs> so Riding I'm kind of... Can, can someone tell me, did, did we read this for Manga Club at some point? No. no. Or was it like on the list and we just never it never won? Uh, I don't think so. I don't remember this one being. This on the is the list. first I've ever heard of it. Was this season? Oh no! This was this came up in manga, like, and I thought we were gonna read it for manga club at some point if we hadn't already. But oh well. no, but I mean, this this hits home if you're a fan of um, George Romero's, you know, Dawn of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead, all of those classic horror High films. School that of the I, Dead. High I School guess, of the Dead, right? Yeah, there you go. Any if you're just a fan of of zombie action like I am. This is a show for you. They do it right. It's a different take than I've seen before. And it's fun. You know what the main thing is? I'm having fun. Yeah. This is just but, a fun and, show. But it's, still, it's still anime. It's not like Western zombie apocalypse. It kind of no. has um, a lot of elements of Western zombie apocalypse movies and stories in general. But it, it still feels very anime. So it's an interesting mix. And I wonder if the manga has like uh, colored pages when the apocalypse happens. <laughs> That oh, would cool! Also make yeah, sense, right. When it's black and white, and then it turns to color for at least a it's, couple of pages or something. Maybe. That'd be fun. Ooh, well, uh, I, maybe we have to check that at Manga Club Sundays, seven p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check it out. Links dot summit dot net for more. Yeah, info. the people were very nice enough to let us give us grace us with an extra couple of minutes. Yep, yep. One last question: up. What out of the ones we covered? What are you guys looking forward to the most? I think. Yeah, mine so far is uh, my happy marriage actually. Nice, right, that's Jane. a good choice. But uh, Zom One Hundred is also up there. It's definitely one of the better shows this season for sure. One hundred percent agree with that. I'm going. I'm sticking with. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> show of the season Clip is it. Tempura. Clip it. Clip it right now. Tempura is going to be show of the season. I don't want. Oh, I, I will not backtrack this time, even if it's terrible. I'm going to stand my ground. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. <laughs> um, it is tied right now between a classroom for heroes and Reign oh. of the Seven Spellblades. Oh, Ooh. don't get them confused like I do. Okay, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Mine's three way tie: Zom One Hundred, uh, Classroom of Heroes, and Temple. Of the ones Hell we yes. covered, there's other <laughs> shows we're not covering, like Mishoku Tensei, uh, Bleach, Thousand Year Blood War, JJK. And Horimiya that I'm watching. Yeah, Horimiya. I'll actually move. Jeez, if I include Horimiya in there, that's that's up there because I love the first season. Which my understanding is that this is more true to the manga. Well, it's all true to the manga, but this is more the pace at which the manga kind of went, and yeah, the romance were kind of more intersprinkled out. But um, yep. uh, so any I'm other bits of that. the shows we didn't cover? You guys watching? 
JJK season two better than season one. And it's because I'm sick and I love it right now. Gojo all the way. Gojo all the way. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I think we all might right. cover these shows in the uh, in our end, end of the season review episode. Yeah, I haven't, I'm, I haven't started watching. My I'm, I'm waiting for all of it to come out and binge it. Yep, a lot of good Ed, stuff coming up. Shows I want to watch anyway. Quick, and we got three minutes, Ed. Yep. Talk about Thousand Year War or Thousand whatever. Thousand Year Blood War, super good. Beach. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Um, a lot to catch up on. A lot of people aren't watching it because there's a lot of bleach to catch up on before you get to this part. So this part's crazy. <laughs> Very well animated. The music's phenomenal. Um, just good stuff all around. Training arcs, people dying, people killing. Ah. Good shit. Nice. nice. And on that note, thank you for listening to the Anime Plummet podcast. If you're down with the APP, make sure to hit up links.animesummit.net. Uh, thank you guys for joining me, and <laughs> bye-bye. Bye. Later. Bye.